She's kind of digging these days. So, so do you categorize that as is that like pop or funk or sort of somewhere in the middle? Yeah, I mean, she's on um, top hit radio, so that she would be a pop artist. And that's like three or four years old too. Yeah, I love that song. Yeah. So I'm not. I don't know a lot about Megan Trainer, uh, but I do know a couple of her songs, and they seem to sort of revolve around positive self image. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You think I'm, I'm, is that pretty much the theme with all of her stuff or just a couple of them that I'm hearing? No, I think that's probably a fair statement to make um, about a lot of her stuff. But then it's just, she does have a very uh, influential way to just have positivity in her songs. Like she has one about her mom that is, or moms in general and the relationship between moms and their kids, which I'm just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like it's, I love her. They're fun. They are fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely on my. Do you listen? Is that like uh, kind of like an affirmation in the morning? You just listen to that song in the morning. I actually, <laughs> I, I, I your, do kind of listen to that clock. almost yeah. every morning. Um, <laughs> but the music video is like super fun, and it's uh, yeah, it's a pump up. Yeah, everybody needs a little. I can see that mm-hmm. a little motivation. Get you going morning. in the morning. That but- yeah. best line is that's me. That's right. Standing in the mirror. That yeah. one's good. <laughs> Keith, is that a song that gets played at your house for no, nothing? No, no. Well, it's it should be now. Yeah, Because like. yeah. I'm sure your family's sitting around the table listening to the show right now. Oh, and absolutely, one hundred percent. They're gonna put this on their playlist. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, we just we just hit uh, higher uh, strides in my family by playing that for sure. <laughs> I'm not saying there's no reason to not think deep and have serious moments in life but as with my beer sometimes it's nice to be uncomplicated and fun exactly um, yeah, i get you that's right. what that was <laughs> well welcome back everybody this is our third segment you are listening to am hodgepodge if you've missed part of the show or any past shows fear not you can go to amhodgepodge.com spotify itunes basically anywhere that the internet exists you can go and find the past shows we also have a Facebook page. You can go ahead and like us there. And I think there's a link right on there that can just go ahead and send you straight there. And that's where we try to post articles and pictures and little fun things. And that's where we're going to go ahead and include the link for our Pick'em. So in our first segment, we talked about how we're going to be doing a Virginia Mountain Playground, AM Hodgepodge, Virginia Tech Pick'em all season long. And then we'll have amazing prize packs at the end for the winners. And with that being said, I think I've covered the bases. We left, and I said, hey, we were, you know, you were trying to fit in um, the quick about the bar uh, pub for uh, uh, Mountain Lodge. And I'd said, there's other things that we want to make sure that we pick up on also. So, Mark was sitting over here talking about how to try to get a vehicle to go off road. That was uh, pretty interesting. Yeah. I want to figure out how to get to Mountain Lake and back without using any <laughs> pavement. That oh. is that's a drone. 
Yeah. Right. No, we have those maps. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a huge dual sport um, audience in the region. And in essence, you might have to cross 460, but I can get you from Blacksburg all the way out to Cairo without ever hitting a road. I mean, it might be some asphalt, but it's not going to have a marker on it. It's yeah, not going to have a line on it. Yeah, so. That's what I'm talking about. That's yeah. But then people want to take a break. They want to get something to eat. Mm-hmm. They want to kick up their heels a little bit. Well, and the cool thing is, uh, Cora, you know, not everybody, if you get three people in your family or four people or five, whatever, uh, not everybody's into primitive camping and sure. off-roading and stuff. But if you There can are kinda, weekends that I'm not into primitive yeah, camping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, and so you can kind of thread it all together and get a you it's know, one, air condition. <laughs> one day in the camper. You know, one day on the tent, one day at Mountain Lake Lodge. Very much so. And that's one thing that our region, right, the New River Valley, has um, really going for it. You can be wilderness-based, and you can be in the 200,000 contiguous wilderness acres that we have in Giles County, not see another soul and need all of the gear to have that experience. Or you can stop just short of that and stay at Mountain Lake Lodge and have a, a luxury vacation with zip lining and and cocktails and hiking yeah now i'm going to move right into this because i don't want us to forget this we're sitting here talking about how giles county is fun and what you can do there and what you can see and where you can spend your money and your time on but there's obviously a ecosystem that involves permanent residences the businesses there's employment opportunities there's all these other things that really, quite frankly, they're the the glue, the fabric that holds the community together. Oh right? yeah, yeah. And 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 you know, speaking of that, there are a lot of opportunities not just for the fun stuff, but in the employment arena. Oh yeah, and that's why, right? That's one of the reasons that it's so fun to live there. It's we we have such a great quality of life because of these things that we've correct. been talking about up to this point. But you are one hundred percent correct that we have a lot of wonderful opportunities for jobs and career tracks um, in in Giles. And in fact, we have a career and job fair happening next Wednesday evening. Um, it'll have our largest employers in the county that'll have opportunities um, there to talk with job seekers, or maybe you're not technically a job seeker, but are just interested in some of the other opportunities in the community. So people like Carillion, uh, Giles Community Hospital will be there, Selenies, um, Universal Forest Products, but then our hospitality partners like the Inn at Riverbend and Mountain Lake will also be there. So not only could you enjoy playing, but you could also work in, in that sector as well. And so, so it's... Yeah. So is that the 17th or the 24th? It's the 17th. 17th. Yeah. So this coming Wednesday. Okay. It's going to be from 3 to 6 p.m. We're on the front lawn at Giles High School. So it's literally almost like a drive through You can pull in. You don't have to walk inside anything. Everything will be outdoors under tents. We're going to have food and ice cream, music. Um, but then also um, be a, have that uh, one-on-one opportunity to chat with those employers. And so the idea was um, come and learn about these uh, career opportunities or job opportunities, whether they're seasonal or full-time, but then also experience what might be right over the mountain that you can, one of the reasons that you want to live here because mm-hmm. of the amenities and the the river and the hiking or the food or these other things we have. Yeah. Now you've got your pulse, uh, not only because of the, the, you're the type of person that you are, but, but the, also the positions that you hold. You've got your pulse uh, pretty well on the uh, economic uh, condition of the county. And from a from the outside, you know, someone who lives in 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 Radford, uh, but either drives through the county, 
uh, for the road system or stops and stays uh, for an overnight. Uh, the visual that I have is that the county is doing very well and that the community has really pulled through. Uh, obviously, there's always going to be um, some areas that still need improvement. But as a whole, it feels like the community has a lot of wind at their back um, where uh, someone who's coming in maybe for the first time may miss the hard road that has had to have been trek just to get where we are, meaning that, you know, it's a pandemic for a lot of folks. Sometimes you can go to a larger community and still not feel that they ever really went through it. In a smaller community, you, you, you maybe take for granted for the fact that these people get up every single day and say, if not me, who? So they just do it. Mm-hmm. And now other people see it from the outside and go, gosh, there's still more opportunity, which is great, which is great. But when you're looking at it from the standpoint of the internal businesses, obviously there's a job fair uh, just right around the corner. But are you seeing that the economic conditions, there's still this massive amount of growth that is kind of looking to be had? Is that kind of what this job fair is all about? Yes, but also I would say, you know, our industry partners, so our more industrial partners that have quite a bit of open opportunity for those looking um, for a job or career path, they are seeing the opportunity from their vendors. So they are getting sales and they are global sales, global sales. So people are very much interested in the businesses and the products that we are producing here in the New River Valley. And so when I say that there's opportunities, these are Excellent paying jobs with excellent um, benefits from a small business standpoint. I mean, most of these people, most of these organizations have less than 100 employees. um, And we are producing and manufacturing products that are going worldwide. And so it's this fine line of now we have such a wonderful reputation from so many of our businesses to provide this product and they're getting attention, but there's still um, a need for, for that workforce development and for um, t- for them to fill these open opportunities. So, so what does the community need to do in order to help facilitate this growth and to do our part? You know, it's very easy for people to say, oh, yeah, you know, go out and support a small business, go to the restaurant, buy local farmer's market and everything else. What does the community need to do in order to be able to help support this growth? In the past, it's been, you know, making sure that there's the access to community college uh, education. And that's certainly, I think, part of the economic growth story. But what, what can we do as a community in order to be able to help facilitate or further that growth. Yeah, it's it's can be as easy as narrowing it down to shop local, buy local. But in essence, it's not just instead of going to X, go to, you know, Sugar and Flour downtown Paris. But right. Like it's not mm-hmm. just that um, basic, but in any operation or dealing with your personal places of business, how can you find these vendors um, that are local to support there from a product development standpoint, but also as our communities and as these hubs that people communicate and hang out, um, where are um, where are the opportunities to plug other people in your networks to these great job opportunities? Nobody has 
it's always good to explore and get out. But um, if you wanted to explore from Floyd to Giles, um, there's some ex- within an hour's drive. Um, you can you can still be within the region, but have a, a great opportunity to start a family, to buy a home. Yeah, um, I think that's the thing right there. It's, it's really changing our frame of reference of of what that could mean. So. Yeah. You remember how uh, the kids would always go to Sinkland Farms, just as an example, mm-hmm. and it would open up their eyes. Oh, I didn't realize that kind of mm-hmm. stuff was here. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, that, that, that moving children, and I'm using children 18 and under, amongst, the, I think, the community. So as a parent, it might be just taking that weekend trip with my children to Giles, mm-hmm. as an example, so that they see that something else is over the other side of the mountain. You know, yeah, and to that end, experiential. Cora, yeah, I wonder if if so. Keith and I both have young uh, adults in the house, and they're getting they're in that career right. seeking phase. They're mm-hmm. starting their first jobs. Would this career fair be a good place for them? Even if maybe they weren't able to take a job, but to go and find out what kind of jobs are available because yeah, I think two or three years they, from now they yeah, might be yeah. might be applying for it. Yeah, 100% I would say this career and job fair, like I mentioned, is not only for those that might currently be in between places of employment, but it's going to be a good um, vendor fair style mm-hmm. um, tables and booths and chairs and that you can walk amongst uh, local businesses, not only to hear about, again, open opportunities. So if you're an actual job seeker, I'm sure the uh, people would love to chat with you, but just to learn more about that organization, that company. And that is also part of what we should be doing. I can't tell you how many people know that, for example, Selenese is there, but right. um the many facets from R&D to line work to um, production, all of that is right there in that one facility. And uh, I, I would bet there's quite a few folks that don't know that. And so, yeah. yes, this uh, job fair on the 16th on Wednesday from 3 to 6 is totally open to everyone. Would love it if you want to come out from um, an employment standpoint. But if you just want to learn more about the community and, and the industry and small businesses we have. Yeah, I think that part of that support is important. Mark, I want to just quickly kind of, I think this might be a great opportunity to talk about this article I shared. And it's about how, um, uh, well, what's the title of it? So, it says, growing up with rich friends can help a child escape poverty. It's a phenomenon known as economic connection, yeah. connectedness. Connectedness. Yeah. So economic connectedness means many things, but it's also understanding your area so that you can understand, well, there's an opportunity here, 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 so that you're not bound by your family's maybe past Right. So the story has always been, you know, go west, young man. Right. You, know, you go west. So you, there's an opportunity. Go find that opportunity. Well, you don't need to necessarily go west. You can actually do it within your area. But sometimes I think Giles is west. Isn't it? It, it is. It is. Yeah. From Bradford, for yeah, sure. Exactly. <laughs> but, but if all, if all you're doing is staying in your your silo and for many people, the, the, the problem becomes they don't have an economic uh, model that has been tried before, right? So they're their first generational on this other side. You then have this other end over here where 
maybe the, the child knows no different yeah. so that they know no different than there's always food on the table. There's always air conditioned. There's always gas in the car and there's always a vacation. They only know this other. So they, so they don't understand the work that was necessary to be done. And neither of those two cases are good. You can't have someone who just believes that the food just shows up and then she can't have another one that believes in scarcity. All right. It can't, it has to be both optimism on both sides, and we're all in the same boat together. And that article kind of speaks to that. To your to your point, Mark, you know, going to a job fair kind of yeah. speaks to that a little bit, right? It's to, to open up an opportunity. Yeah, simply, you know, as an example, if if you were uh, a child in a lower middle income family, correct, and you had a and that family had a friendship with an upper middle income family, mm. uh, there's some things that might be exposed to that child that uh, wouldn't otherwise be exposed. And that changes the path that they might take in their life to the extent that their income, on average, this article says, uh, would be higher by 20%. Correct. I I do think it's one of the strategic advantages and also one of the misses that is maybe not pushed enough in our local areas is that... um, in Giles, all the children go to school together. And in Pulaski, they all go together. And in Radford, they all go together. Blacksburg, there's a few more schools, but for the most part, it's all together. And same with Christiansburg. So because of that, you're, you're, you have this mixing. You can't really get away from wealth or poverty. It's all in one spot. And how do we foster that a little bit more? So when you're holding a job fair like this, it really is important that the community get behind those sorts of things and understand it so that these opportunities for individuals to visit as vacationers and to travel the trails and stay at the hotels, they're like, wow, there's still an economic underpinning here, and this might be a great place to come retire or bring back my kids. Or if my my, my son says, hey, listen, I want to move someplace else, they're like, well, why don't you try Giles? Mm-hmm. You know, we went there one day. Yeah. No, agreed. And none of that is, is wrong. And it's so interesting, too. <clears throat> The, you mentioned the Access to Community College Education Program. That program right, was open to anybody that graduated right. from Giles. Well, now it's throughout the region, but speaking specifically to Giles' program, it was open to anybody that graduated that wanted to participate. Right. So it wasn't a forced thing no. based on, on nope. income or parental income or scholarship. Um, and all of those kiddos that were involved in the program then contributed back to the community through community service. Correct. And mm-hmm. the I don't have a, a great number on it, but the number of kids, young people that went through the program, whether it was with me in the tourism office or county administration, right. and they just had no idea correct. what we had in our community. And so you are correct. All of those ideas and, and comments you just made help weave the fabric that is Giles, but then also the New River Valley. Yeah, it's one of those things you don't need a survey or a study on. You just know that it worked. Yeah, you don't right. you don't need to go beyond that. All right. That sounds cool. You've been listening to <laughs> Ham Hodgepodge.